radio for the Agile community. www.agile.fm Welcome to another episode of Agile FM. Today I'm here with Tracy Defoe uh, from the Learning Factor, I believe in Canada, because your domain name is thelearningfactor.ca. Welcome yeah, to that's the right. I'm in Vancouver, Canada on the Pacific Coast. Fantastic. Tracy, we want to talk a little bit about uh, a lot of things here today. We want to talk about Kata. Uh, we want to talk about maybe bringing a little bit uh, order into the various kind of terms that are floating around and getting possibly the Agile community um, a little bit, you know, warmed up to Kata thinking. And uh, most importantly, where they can go and, uh, you know, what what's out there because you are uh, not only a community builder, you are building community builders, right? So there is a, there's a lot going on um, in your in your work. Before we get started, though, because I myself have been working a lot lately in recent, let's say, 12, 24 months on something that's called the Agile Cutter. That is not the topic uh, necessarily of today, even though we could explore that, right? We're really talking about the core of the Agile Cutter, which is the improvement cutter, the coaching cutter, things that were um, published uh, a while back by Mike Rother. So just to give a little orientation um, here. Now, first, Tracy, um, the learning factor, um, just curious, uh, your company name, what is the learning factor? Is this somehow related to Kata and Kata thinking, lean thinking? No, the, the learning factor greatly predates when, even my learning about Kata, but my background is in education. So I have a master's degree in adult education, mm -hmm. curriculum, actually, and instruction. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing, I've been for a long time, been doing consulting in adult learning, and I'm actually a specialist in what people learn at work. So most of the time, uh, if you once you've left school, 75% of new things you learn, you'll learn at work. And I'm a specialist in workplace learning. Uh, particularly, I'm interested actually in what you might think of as frontline learning. So blue collar learning, um, literacy, numeracy, technology advancements, all of that took me into, of course, then helping supervisors and managers. And they're the people who introduced me to lean. And through that, um, I was in a good position when Mike Rother was first publishing his first book uh, to get involved in the CATA community here in the Pacific Northwest, where there was actually Mike did some of his research here in the West Coast. Right. So I got to meet some people about 2010 uh, yeah. who, who helped me uh, get passionate about the CATA. Yeah, and that was the Toyota CATA by Mike Rother. The Toyota CATA, yeah, the original Toyota CATA research book mm -hmm. was in. 2009, I think. Right. So, and, and since then, you have obviously um, stepped into this, uh, in the, the cutter world, you did a lot of coaching. Um, that's my understanding. You have worked with some companies uh, out there also, although on the software side, we might have some listeners right now uh, on this on this podcast, they might be thinking, oh, Lean and Toyota and yes, manufacturing. Yeah. There are companies out there that are using this for, for other means to uh, produce something different than a car. Well, the, the cool thing for me about the Improvement Cata and Coaching Cata is they're just a really excellent model for continuous learning mm. and learning together and having a non-hierarchical um, relationship between managers and, and workers or between the coach and the learner. Yeah. Uh, basically, we teach coaches to listen and ask questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
and not to tell people what they think the answers are. And that's really great training for anybody who's in a management position or a coaching position. Right. And those two cutters, they, they really belong to each other. Uh, so yes. the, the improvement cutter, the coaching cutter, I mean, they're using the word cutter a lot, right? It doesn't exist in plural. It's my understanding. It's just cutter. But it's these two things that really go hand in hand. Yeah, the word kata is a Japanese word that um, comes mostly, you would hear it from martial arts, but it's used in other things. And it has two meanings. The, um, I guess nobody's going to see this, but the, I have it on a pin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the yeah. Japanese characters uh, mean both um, the method and a way. So it's, it's a way to be, but also the way to learn to be. Mm -hmm. And we, we say, you know, everybody always talks about, um, the Karate Kid movie where the guy's teaching him wax on, wax off. And then that turns out to be the move that helps him win his match or something like that. Mm -hmm. But also um, if you practice the improvement kata, it's a method to learn more scientific thinking patterns, right? right. So what leaves behind is a mindset. Mm -hmm. And on the coaching side, if you practice the coaching kata, it leaves behind um a kind of uh, curiosity and discipline around not telling. So turning from a command and control kind of coach or tell, you know, do this, do that to the kind of person who's invested in developing people and seeing other people do stuff. So right. I think the, the Mike Rother, the author of the Toyota Kata books always says, it's not about the coaching questions. It's not about the improvement Kata steps. It's the mindset and the skills that they leave behind. Mm -hmm. Right. This is uh, fascinating. The, the improvement cutter is, is something that reminded me when I started way, way back with something called Scrum in the Agile community. And uh, we often hear in the community, and sometimes I say that too, is that Scrum is easy to teach, you know, but hard to do. <laughs> and the first time when I came across the cutter, it felt very similar to that. So it's like, that is, there is, it's very simple steps. We don't have to go into the details. It's a Right. The improvement cutter, it's four or sometimes five steps, depending on how you see it, right? But what are your, what do you experience? Why, why, is, why is it that some companies, what, what are they struggling with when they are trying to use the well, cutter the first time? The first step of the improvement cutter is to understand the direction or the mm -hmm. challenge that you need to go. And an enormous number of companies don't have a clear strategic direction or a clear business strategy that people know. So that already says, you know, you, the, the, the benefit of everybody understanding where they go is that they can align their actions and move together like towards it. And I do my part of that job and you do yours and we end up somewhere better. So the first step sounds easy. Oh, you know, um, your, your, your executive suite people will give you your strategic direction very clearly and you will understand what to do. That yeah. doesn't happen very much. So that first one already people end up having to craft their own challenge mm -hmm. or guess what they think based on maybe a, a statement or a, a five-year KPI or something, a, a key performance indicator, yeah. uh, you know, where they're supposed to go. So that's step one. But imagining now we have that, then um, the second step, which is to grasp your current condition, is to get a good look at where are we now? So it's like, where do we want to be in uh, six months or whatever, a month? Where are we now? And um, that takes process analysis skills or some way of, of asking, answering the questions. How, is, how am I performing over time? 
What are the steps in our process? How are we measuring it, et cetera? So um, there are sort of skills built in to each step. Uh, so that's where are we going? That's the challenge. Where are we now? How, how are we doing? That's current condition, target condition. Where do we want to be in a little while? So usually yeah. a week or two. Mm-hmm. And that, again, there's a, a, a bit of skill around having a good look at where we are now and saying apples to apples, like a direct comparison. What do we want to change how we're doing that we hypothesize will give us a different result? Mm-hmm. And it is I think it is the structures. All of that is before you start experimenting. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you know where you are and you know where you want to be in 10 days or two weeks, then the next coaching question and the next step really is to say, what do we believe is in our way? What do we perceive is in the way? And it's very important that they don't have to be factually or data proven to be in your way at first when you list them all down, because mm-hmm. confronting your perceptions is really, really cool. Yeah. You know, like it's really often uh, people will write down all these things that they think are in their way. And then as you say, okay, pick one and then let's work on that one. What do you want to learn about it? What, what test or change do you want to run? after you've tried to run the way you think you can run, you're gonna see all these obstacles. We call them obstacles, the things in your way. Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly we wanna learn about them. So uh, people, to- sort of that part always makes sense to people. Pick something, yeah. kick it, see what happened, yeah. <laughs> make a change, run it. Um, and then of course the last step of that uh, fourth stage is to reflect on what you learned. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is what Mike always says, the writing it down and reflecting is what makes it scientific, because we use that to inform our next step or our next kick at the obstacle. Um, but I find many, many people are not very comfortable with reflection. Yeah, Like they're they're literally not used to it and they'd rather take a swing, you know, like just to try again without mm-hmm literally saying what does the data show us is is happening what do our observations show us is happening and what do our learning show us is happening and that's where i think the yuck you talked about them being a pair i always think of them as a duo the improvement cat and coaching cat but it's kind of like a food term for me you know they're like they go together and um i think that the powerfulness of the structure is partly that it's it gives you a lot of structure so you don't there's a lot of room for creativity there because a lot of things are held in place right the questions are known you know yeah. what questions you will be asked yeah, the no steps surprise. are known mm-hmm. and so in between those things there's time to listen and learn but also i think um people don't know how to reflect they they literally are perplexed that you're asking them did you learn anything else mm-hmm what did you learn about what you thought was going to happen? What did you learn about your process? What did you learn about your team? What did you learn about your assumptions? And people are like, oh my gosh, she just keeps asking me this stuff. But in about two weeks or um, three weeks, people are like piling on what they learned. Like they're really understanding that you want to see what they learned. But I think one point you just mentioned was like data too, right? Sometimes some answers to those questions you just said might be for a newcomer to Kata maybe something like, I don't have any answers for those questions, right? Because I haven't collected the data points before. I have no reference point. Um, but I think that's what the, the cutter also takes care of, right? It's uh, it, over time, people will, because they know the questions, as you said, right? They will be preparing for those things in a different way. So the cutter has a behavioral change. 
Yeah, and a mindset change. But also we, it comes with what we call starter kata or mm -hmm. prescriptive tools to use in the beginning so that you um, you are like not leaving anything out. Mm -hmm. And also the starter kata will tell you like, what is what do we expect to see? We use a storyboard, which is like a giant A3. I don't know if you use A3, but it's a giant A3 and is de was derived during Mike Roth's research from the A3 that he saw at Toyota. And the mm -hmm. conversations around the A3 that became the coaching kata. Um, but the, you know, what do I expect as a coach to see in current condition? I expect to see a run chart, a process diagram, some yeah. process metrics. How do we know how this is working when it's working? How do we know outcome? How did mm -hmm. it, what happened when it was over? And some description of the conditions that this was happening under, which we call process characteristics. But yeah. um, the people I have coached who came from Agile, and I don't know if this is common or if it was idiosyncratic, had never done a run chart. Yes, that's right. Yeah. But to teach the, her how to do the run chart the first week, and at first she didn't see any value in having each time what was the what was the number and making a little chart I'm, I'm, I'm making W's in the air with my hand yeah. here, down up and down but in fact the pattern like once you have some data points we start to look at the pattern and what can you learn from the pattern mm -hmm. and making it visual means we all agree this is what it looks like and it's uh, it's a uh, simple visual tool pen and pens you can do it in software but you can also just do it with a pencil and a piece of paper yeah so this is very interesting right so you have applied this agile kata we have probably a lot of listeners here from agile coming mm -hmm. from it groups it but not exclusively there is a lot of business agility um yeah. but uh you have applied these kind of concepts in the context of software engineering yeah, I've, I've coached people who worked in software a couple times, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, their, st their starting positions and their strengths and their habits mm -hmm. um, were kind of expanded by learning the kata. Yeah. They gave them a bigger look. But, I, but like I said, I've never seen a run chart before. And it's not unusual in manufacturing to sometimes run into people who've never kept track of how this is performing over each trial mm -hmm. in a in a chart but that's yeah. basically what a run chart is yeah yeah very interesting right so uh just come back to my uh, incoming yes. kind of conversation uh, point about the agile cutter right so mm -hmm. this is being utilized and there's like an agile culture as, as you know and this is all around and surrounding this so this is a, a very interesting thing and i'm pretty sure the listeners right now make connections between those four steps you just shared right to the agile world because that is really what we're dealing with in agile transformations or what people are talking about in in business agility um when i like many many years ago is it probably 20 years ago when i started you know getting more and more involved in the agile community um, it was a grassroots movement. It was uh, agile, right? So everything yeah. was like bottom up and some people did it. And there was like not a lot of polished kind of things. It was a lot of sharing of experiences, but it has like, it had this energy. I'm sensing this in the Kata community too. Yes, we always say the Kata community is a sharing community mm -hmm. and uh, lots and lots of people will share their stuff with you or present or help you. Um, uh, the reason I got so much help, because I'm remember, I'm just an adult education teacher from Vancouver, British Columbia, <laughs> Canada, but the people across the 
uh, American state line in Washington state, uh, Hal Froick and uh, Mark Rosenthal for two, uh, they were um, people who were practicing before, way before I was for sure. And mm -hmm. they just opened their doors to me and Hal let me hang around his factory and see how he was using it every day with 13 different storyboards on the go <laughs> uh -huh. and uh, mark taught me what i a lot of what i know about um, process analysis and how to how to manage the board and things like that and i didn't pay them they were just community members who said you want to learn come and learn and i think the kata has a pretty uh because we're enthusiastic and because we see that it's we say it's a meta skill that scientific thinking part you can apply to lots of places in your life um and so we're happy to share that with people. Yeah, sure. and you in particular, right? So I just want to, because you're very humble here right now in, in all the work you're doing in the in the community <laughs> yes. space, there is even a club. There is a, I call it a club, but it I'm not invited to. It's the Kata- um, Girl the, Geeks. Yes. Yes, no, unless you identify as female. We don't ask any questions <laughs> around. There's no screening. Okay. But um, I, in 2020, um, uh, let's see. So early COVID days, I was contacted by a young woman in the UK. Well, younger than me. Sorry, Gemma. And uh, she had was trying to learn the kata and was really confused. And she reached out. Somebody on LinkedIn said, you should talk to Tracy Defoe. And so she called me and I said I would coach her. So I coached her remotely. Mm -hmm. And at the end of she wanted to be a coach. But first, in we really do say in the kata community, uh, be a learner before you're a coach. So get in some experience right. as the person answering the questions, running the storyboard, studying your own process, uh, studying your thinking and stuff. So we do that first. So uh, I coached her through, I'm going to say, maybe it was May, June, July, August or something like that. And she said, okay, now I'm a coach. And I said, no, <laughs> now you need more practice. Yeah. And so we decided to invite some more women uh, into our group. And that group grew up to be Cat and Girl Geeks. Uh, we have a website and a home. We meet every Monday. Mm -hmm. And we have members from, oh, I'm going to say Eastern Europe, Africa, the Middle East, the UK, Canada, mm -hmm. the United States, um, all the way through like as many time zones as we can think. And we actually match up people uh, in right. addition to teaching people, we match them up for free coaching. So we've right. had many, many, many um, coaches and second coaches go through. And and we think we're pretty good at turning new learners into coaches fairly quickly. Wonderful. Sort of six months or so for most well, people. I'll definitely put the link into the show page so that people can click on it and, and you know, possibly sure. find out more about this. And, and really but I'm not um, uh, gender centric. So I also have a group for men and women. There we go. <laughs> so, which is actually older than Cata Girl Geeks. So um, it's called Cata School Cascadia. Mm -hmm. There are Cata schools all over the world. They're regionally based. Um, uh, Cascadia is a term for the West Coast of North America. It is an earthquake zone and a biological zone. Mm -hmm. And it includes Canada and the US. And since we were a group of people in Canada and the US before we became a Cata school, that's why we took that name. Mm -hmm. And um, we meet every Friday uh, for free with a drop-in um, Zoom. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two. There's one for beginners and one for coaches. And we just try to bring the community together. Mm -hmm. And then we also offer um, some training, some uh, conference. We have a conference in uh, July 2022. 
Okay. And we have online training where people can sign up and, and learn. And we also do some free training. And I will occasionally match people up with a coach if they can't find a coach. So we're just out there trying to build the community. And yeah. um, our, our mission is to rock people's worlds. That was the intriguing part for me when I first really came across the Kata several years ago. I was like, I read about it. I, I found it intriguing, interesting. And then I went on websites and I learned more, um, et cetera. And um, what's very interesting is that it's this the helping uh, to um bring people into this topic and as you said i mean it's it's the passion i'm like since then have been uh um very much yes, here we are yeah <laughs> here we go here we are exactly yeah. oh um, well i think that actually started with mike rother he made although he sells a couple books he made a lot of material available under creative commons right and so following that lots of people who have subsequently created new material or new downloadable things uh, we offer them under Creative Commons, so yes. they're usable. You can use them for non-commercial use. Yeah, you just use the word online and online help and bringing people together in different time zones. When I looked at some videos on YouTube about cycle coaching cycles, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, a lot of these things were in person uh, in these videos because they were pre-pandemic. What do you yes. think has changed with the cutter? If so anything with the workplace, the, the coaching relationship, the, the, the cutter itself. Do you see anything in the last two years on the improvement cutter? I had, um, I had the opportunity to remotely coach somebody in 2017, I think. And we were using WebEx. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only laughing because you know, it was funny. It was terrible. And I actually didn't think it would work to remotely coach because I thought the body language and the together at the board that this really meant something. But um, to my surprise, it did actually work. And so we were using, um, I started remote coaching people then after that, if they asked, mm -hmm. there's a lot of advantages to the remote coaching. If you're, if you're paying for coaching, no travel time. Yeah. So you, you're paying for 20 minutes instead of a half a day. Right. Yeah. The other thing is, I think, um, you can have a, a wide variety of experiences as a coach. So a lot of the time, as you said, within a company, um, it's your leader who is your coach. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going remote, you have the opportunity as a coach to coach people where you do not understand their process. Mm -hmm. And this makes you a better coach because you don't give it, you can't give advice because you literally don't know enough about it to give advice. Yeah. You can't give direction. All you can do is follow that. Uh, uh, one of our categories calls it the golden thread. You can follow the golden thread of logic across yeah. the actions and the things that the person says, the improver says that they want to do. Mm -hmm. And this is like a really great liberation for a coach to not even think about the process, just think about the learning, mm. think about the person and how they're doing. Yeah. Um, so I think we've seen a lot more remote coaching, uh, for sure, during the pandemic. And um, we've also expanded our community. So I wasn't in daily contact with people in the UK or mm. Sweden or Germany <laughs> before yeah. the pandemic. Uh, but now some of my favorite co-workers are in Ireland or they're, you know, someplace like okay. South America. Mm. Someplace where I would not normally think of um, connecting with people around the Canada. That is really um, 
fascinating and uh, I, I feel like everybody can hear you and what you're saying and the passion here for this topic from <laughs> early stages of uh, business education uh, and now being in the Qatar world and, and obviously that, that drives you in, in all aspects. Um, for everybody out there, I wanted to bring you the topic, I wanted to bring Tracy in and to Agile FM that everybody can see, uh, even though it's called Toyota Kata, this is not only for car makers. <laughs> no, this actually, is... the, the Toyota came yeah. from the publisher, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mike wanted to call the first book Beyond What We Can See, mm. because it's about the, un, the invisible routines, the managers running in their head, and it's about the mm. invisible thinking that the learner is doing. Yeah. But uh, I think his publisher said, there's pretty big money in anything we slap Toyota on. So they yeah. called it Toyota Kata. <laughs> but might be misleading for somebody who says, oh, that is for car manufacturing. We're not making cars. I yeah, know. Not making cars, right? Um, right. So maybe maybe that podcast helped a little bit for people to see right. you can improve possibly anything with this Kata. Yeah. And, yeah. and we know a lot of people use the Kata pattern for their personal improvement too. Mm hmm so uh, we often encourage people as they're learning to take their first project or their first thing, something that they personally can 100%, we always say put their arms around, but something they have control of. And for that reason, people often do something in a, not necessarily in their work life as their very first project. Mm -hmm. And I know that it, 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 you can do it for any, any issue or problem or thing you want to improve, parenting, yeah. your relationship with somebody, your finances, you want to lose weight, you want to get more active, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to be yeah. more creative, you want to get more sleep, we can mm -hmm. cater that stuff. So yeah, yeah. That's, it's great. And uh, for all of those things you just mentioned, the Toyota Kata, or as we just said, improvement Kata plus coaching Kata together, mm -hmm. would make great sense. If somebody is really interested here on agile transformations, you can certainly try that too. Or just look at the Agile Cutter uh, at agilecutter.org, which is an extension of uh, what we just talked about. And it's very specific to Agile. And we're here on Agile FM. So I thought I would mention this. Yes. So, yeah. I don't, like I said, I've coached a few people who work in Agile, um, but it's not my world. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Right. So there's two reference points for everyone. Yeah. I want to say thank you, Tracy. Um, that's Tracy with the learning factor.ca in Canada. If somebody wants to check out and have a starting point for, conversation with you about uh kata and uh or the and communities you can, you know, and you'll find kata girl geeks we have a website and we're mm -hmm. on linkedin too mm -hmm. uh, if you want to join because you identify as female and you're interested in attending it's just i want to join i want to join at katagirlgeeks.com exactly. yeah. and kata school cascadia we also have a free resource board so you'll find us at um cataschoolcascadia.org or info you can email me info at cataschoolcascadia.org it's very easy to find and we have a whole big bunch of free resources and videos all laid out for people who are um, isolated or trying to learn on their own so we mm -hmm. we want to well as uh, I says on our website if you're looking for the cata community welcome home oh, so we want cool. people to feel at home and we want them to feel welcome so mm -hmm. Right. And there's even an invitation to start something there. So uh, this is not just to join. This is also to create something if there is a gap or a, yeah. something oh, that yes. needs to be done. So yeah, um, I think you're, the things you're doing with the Agile Kata marriage are amazing. Mm, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Tracy, I want to thank you. And uh, everything else will be on the show page 
of um, of this episode and uh and maybe we continue the conversation if uh at some later point in time and see you know what else is happening uh in the Qatar world always appreciate it thank you thank you so much for having me thank you for listening to agile fm the radio for the agile community i'm your host joe krebs If you're interested in more programming and additional podcasts, please go to www.agile.fm. Talk to you soon.